Dear friends, on behalf of all of us at the National Catholic Broadcasting Council, we hope that you have been experiencing a blessed Christmas season, and we wish you a peace-filled new year. I want to thank you, our sponsors, our monthly and our individual donors, and those who have remembered the daily TV Mass in their estates or with legacy gifts for your ongoing support of our ministry, which helps Catholics all over the world to stay connected to our faith and with each other. We are completing our 25th year of celebrating the daily TV Mass together, and we look so forward to being with you each day in the year ahead. I'd also like to thank you for your ongoing prayers for our ministry, which are so important to us. God bless, and have a blessed New Year. From the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel, with the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father Matthew McCarthy. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from a family who are parishioners of St. Clement Parish in Etobicoke, Ontario. This Mass is offered for their granddaughter's birthday today in thanksgiving for blessings received and for world peace. Our thanks to our donor for making it possible for tens of thousands of the faithful across Canada and around the world to share in this celebration. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. My brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that the newness of the nativity in the flesh of your only begotten Son may set us free, for ancient servitude holds us bound beneath the yoke of sin. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of John. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven on account of his name. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young people, because you have conquered the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young people, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. The love of the Father is not in those who love the world. For all that is in the world, the desire of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, the pride and riches, comes not from the Father, but from the world. And the world and its desire are passing away. But those who do the will of God will live forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks. Let heaven and earth exalt in joy. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Let heaven and earth exalt in joy. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. Tremble before him all the Say among the nations, the Lord is King. The world is firmly established, it shall never be moved. Let heaven and earth exalt in joy. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad, and the, let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar, and all that fills it. Let the field exalt, and everything in it. Let heaven and earth exalt in
A holy day has dawned upon us. Come, your nations, and adore the Lord. Today a great light has come upon the earth. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The parents of Jesus came to Jerusalem to present the child Jesus. In the temple, there was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Whenever a sentence appears twice in the scriptures, especially when they appear very closely to each other, it's an indication for us to pay attention. It's an encouragement for us to pay attention to the words that are listed. So we have one of these examples in today's gospel. At the very end, it says that the child grew and became strong. The child grew and became strong, and the favor of God was upon him. So that's mentioned in today's gospel, but it's also mentioned a few verses later on. So what's the author of the gospel trying to get us to pay attention to? Why does the gospel writer make it a point to say that the child Jesus grew and advanced, or he grew and became strong? Well, I think it's for the purpose of saying that Jesus who is God, he's the creator of the universe, all-powerful. This person humbled himself to the point of experiencing what each and every one of us here need to experience at some point in our lives, and that is the process of growth and maturity and development, the natural growing and learning process. So think, for example, I mean, it's not really a popular thought, but think of Jesus being potty trained, or Jesus learning his first words, or Jesus learning his manners, or Jesus learning how to use, to pick up and use a hammer and a nail for the trade that he would be in as a carpenter. So scripture is clear that Jesus didn't automatically contain the knowledge of these things in their fullness, but he grew, he advanced in these things which is something that we can meditate on for a month. I mean, think of Jesus as a boy having to study for an exam, having to sweat the night before a Hebrew exam. So he didn't see himself above these things. He wanted to 
embrace whatever we as human beings go through. So again, Jesus grew, he advanced. And the reason for making this point is for us to ask the question, who was responsible for that growth? Because toddlers don't teach themselves how to speak. Toddlers don't teach themselves manners. Every parent knows that. No toddler changes his own diaper. No young boy teaches himself how to use hammer and nail to become an expert carpenter, as it were. He was taught all these things by none other than Joseph and Mary, his very human parents. And that's another sort of mind-blowing reality. These two human beings, Mary and Joseph, were responsible for developing Jesus into the person who split history into two halves, the person who had the biggest impact on all of history. I would make a guess, an educated guess, that most of us um, have already stopped growing physically. We might be growing in other ways. But spiritually speaking, we're all on a journey. We're all in a process of developing and maturing. Moses, for example, was called to lead the people out of Israel when he was 80 years old. So we're always in a process of spiritual growth. And if that is something that you and I desire, which we should, give ourselves over to the care of Joseph and Mary, who raised the child Jesus. I remember many years ago, struggling to let go of something that I knew God wanted me to let go of, but I had a stranglehold on this thing. God knew and I knew. I bo- we both knew I needed to let go of this thing, but I wasn't ready to let go of it at the time. And it was frustrating because I had no idea of how I was going to go about letting it go. And then one day, a wise spiritual counselor told me, give it over to St. Joseph and see what happens. And that's what I did. And St. Joseph helped me to let go of that area that I, was, I had a stranglehold on. And he did it in a gentle way. He didn't rip it out of my hands and felt like my heart was being torn out of my, my chest. He did it in a very gentle way. Now, I've got other things I'm holding on to that I've got to let go, but I don't want to overburden St. Joseph too much. So I'm just happy he's allowed me to let go of this one area, and that's something that I'll remember till the very end. So the invitation for us is to give ourselves over to our spiritual parents, Joseph and Mary, and have them do for us what they did for the child Jesus, and that is bring about growth in all good things. And so we offer to the Lord our prayers. For all those in our daily TV Mass Prayer Intentions book, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. During this holy season of Christmas, we ask you, gracious God, to hear our community Christmas prayer for those experiencing loneliness and abandonment, that they may find the peace and hope of Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And so, Heavenly Father, these are our prayers that we make with confidence, for we offer them to you through Christ our Lord.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord Receive with favor, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For on the feast of this awe-filled mystery, though invisible in his own divine nature, he has appeared visibly in ours, and begotten before all ages, he has begun to exist in time, so that raising up in himself all that was cast down, he might restore unity to all creation and call straying humanity back to the heavenly kingdom. And so, with all the angels, we praise you, as in joyful celebration, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Say. 
save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Francis, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. So let us offer each other a sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have 
sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in this holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I passionately desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul so that I may unite myself wholly to you, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who touch us through our partaking of your sacrament, work, we pray, the effects of its power in our hearts, that we may be made fit to receive your gift through this very gift itself, through Christ our Lord. Amen. So as vocation director here in the Archdiocese of Toronto, um, I continue to ask for your prayers uh, for holy vocations to the priesthood and religious life. This upcoming year, we have five men who will be, God willing, ordained to the holy priesthood. And so I ask that you would keep them in your prayers. Pray also for the men in various stages of formation at St. Augustine Seminary and the Redemptorist Mater Seminary. And uh, for anyone discerning a call to the priesthood of religious life, please keep them in your prayers. And for vocations around the world, that there might be a growth in the harvest globally for the church. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.